0: Doug and Marty vs. the World is sponsored and paid for by Marty McClendon, Doug Bassler, and Spots.com. Round one,
1: go. All
2: righty then, this is Doug and Marty vs. the World. My name is Doug Bassler. And hey, my name is still Marty McClendon. Welcome to the show. Thanks for tuning in all across the ACN network. And what a show we have for you today. Hey, Marty, did you, did I, got, you hear
0: that? I got some what? news. What's that? I got some news, brother. Did, enough to I, stop I, you. Uh, in, yeah. in, in, in 1963, I was five years old. And um, there was this show on TV called The Ed Sullivan Show. You may have uh-huh. heard of it. I've heard Back, of it. Yeah, it was a yeah. pretty popular show. And they had this brand new band come on there called the Beatles. Do you have you ever heard of those guys?
2: I have. I, yeah, yeah, I like so, the songs.
0: So yeah. turns out, the Beatles are coming to Seattle on May third. Guess who's got tickets, brother? Okay, you it's have not tickets the Beatles. Them? It's I mean, the, the, it's Paul McCartney. All right, but <laughs> so I so I, I find out he's coming. To, I find out that he's coming to Seattle. So I text my my all my kids like hey paul mccartney's coming to town who wants to go so my three youngest daughters uh any rate brother it was almost 900 bucks but i'm like i'm not missing this chance to see paul mccartney oh, okay but it was, and, uh, but that's uh, five of us my daughter no. her husband and my two youngest daughters my college daughters and i all going to Palmer McCart- yeah, like 160 bucks a piece, right?
2: That's awesome though. That that's probably the last chance. Who knows? Yeah, yeah I mean the and
0: guy's and like so 80 on. or something, right? Hopefully he's, he can he's still, up there.
3: Hopefully, he can still see Elvis gonna be there too.
0: I hope so, <laughs> I hope so. And I actually so I actually did see Elvis uh in 1972 at the Spokane Coliseum. So I've saw did you Elvis, realize? wow, right. So I need to see the Beatles. I mean, I remember the Beatles, you know, as a kid and all that, and it's so funny because my kids who actually have kids, are going to go see Paul McCartney.
2: The Beatles. Paul McCartney. Yeah, Paul McCartney is very talented, obviously, throughout the years. Fantastic. You know, my very first record, people that know, finals of records are back now. My very first record I ever bought in fifth grade was Elvis Presley's Golden Records. It's funny because I loved Elvis back then.
0: Well, they call this the Got Back Tour. Uh-huh. and and uh, of course they did this get back uh movie on uh Disney plus that was okay. the, the 1969 sessions that the beatles mm-hmm. did at abbey road and everything and um the very first record i ever bought in my life was the single get back by the beatles i paid a dollar really? plus tax dollar 5 at the time it, and you in- being
2: in you being a musician, you being a rock band star, uh, whatever, back in the day, did they have an inspiration on you? Did they? Oh it was come on!
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I play the bass, man. I was a McCartneyite, right? So, any
2: rate, I'm excited. This is a huge deal. So I know we have a guest, but I want to just uh, the other day we didn't talk about it on last week's show, and I just wanted to say when uh, you have uh, the vice president um, doing the, the lecture to the world that, you know, Ukraine is a country, you know, and and (laughs) Russia is a bigger country. I mean, I was like, are you kidding me? Who are you talking to?
0: How about a TikTok? How about a TikTok, (laughs) 18 year old TikTok star telling us that Putin's responsible for the high gas prices. Um, last time I checked, we were up over four bucks a gallon before Putin. Before Exactly. (laughs) Right. in
2: Ukraine. Well, uh, now, I'll get into this. And we'll bring our guest in as well for this. Th- this discussion I wanted to talk about a little bit. So you saw that before last year or at the very beginning, um, the Biden White House brought in this TikTok uh, sort of guy to do this thing. It kind of fell flat. It was kind of joked at. And now with, with all the people believing this is Biden's fault, his administration's fault and so forth, they're using TikTok stars to sort of like change the narrative, if we will. It's all Putin's fault and so forth. And, you know, Lo and behold, guess who did the same thing over in Russia right now? Putin is using TikTok stars in, in Russia to give faults to say, Hey, this is false news. This is what's really happening. Blah, 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 blah. And also, you know how they were using the federal government and Ted Cruz grilled uh, Facebook and Twitter and so forth and said they were canceling misinformation all across. Right. Remember last year, there was big rage. Yep. Putin's doing the same thing in Russia, you know, Imprisoning, shutting down, silencing so, those. And uh, so, disagree with his narrative, right? So
0: disappointed in DuckDuckGo, brother, because they said they I were going to start doing stuff too. So, you know, here I switched. I put DuckDuckGo on my phone and I switched all my things. And now I'm like, well, where can you go? So I did hear there's a new, uh, a new, um, search engine out there and, uh, I'll have to find it, but let's bring our guest in. Uh, we have with us today a very special guest, friend, a personal friend of Marty and mine, but uh, State Representative Robert Sutherland, and uh, that's District 30-something? 39.
2: 39? 30, okay.
0: Okay. Uh, I knew it was thirty nine forty somewhere in there, brother.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Even with redistricting and so forth. Hey, Robert, you are have always been a champion. We had you on years ago on uh, Eyes on Washington, of course, on this show as well. And uh, you had had these great stories about coming close, running for Congress a couple times, and then you got uh, into the House. And you've been one of our conservative champions. And so we we, we appreciate you. We love you, of course. And you are one of uh, literally less than a handful in our state that we can rely on to be a conservative solid conservative voice for our values and a fighter and of course when you're a fighter and you're conservative in this state you come under fire and so we want to talk more about that but what i just talked about here you know is at the national level which you have nothing to do with you're at the local level i get this at the state level but when you see um biden administration and the putin administration literally do uh, using the same playbook um uh, is this, this is a scary time what do you think russian collision
3: <laughs> yeah, well, first of all, thank you guys for having me. It's always fun to come on your show for the last several years. Um, yeah, so thank you again. I'm, I'm here on the national level. Well, d- Did you expect anything else? I mean, they're getting their playbook from the communists, okay? That's the administration. That's what we're seeing. Uh, it doesn't surprise me one bit.
2: I heard of someone, uh, I think it was Hannity or Tucker the other day talk about it. It says, if you had a plan and your goal was to destroy America, our values and make us weaker, would you do anything different when it means to the open border, when it means weak on the national stage, when it means cutting your own energy supply by and rewarding or enriching your enemies, China and Russia and Iran, would you do anything different? And the answer is no. I mean, this and don't forget,
3: weaken the dollar, cause inflation, I mean, on and on and on. Let yeah. hey, hey, let's have a virus to shut down all the businesses and shut down all the mom and pop, you know, small shops across the country. Let's do that too.
2: Exactly right. So now let's bring it back. I started saying that you're, you'll are you be under attack. Of course you have been. As a conservative, you pick up the issues that are important to everyday Americans, especially here in Washington state. It seems like they, they we know, not seems like, we've been um, preaching this for years, Doug and I, that they start things, I mean, they, the left, um, try things in Washington, and then if once it's successful, they take it nationwide. And so I know that election integrity is a huge issue nationwide in the last 2020 election. Of course, in Washington, this is where it starts, the the whole mail-in ballot thing, the anomalies, if you will. And I know you've been one of the leaders on trying to bring um, at least um, um, transparency and correction to that. So talk about that, Robert
3: yeah and and I'm gonna touch on something you just said, Marty, before we get into that you know you mentioned I'm a conservative um, some people that's to some people that's a dirty word right Oh you're one of them conservatives i I've rebranded myself. It's like I don't want to be put in a box they people have always had a hard time putting me in a box.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I'm a Republican I'm a real Republican they, they wrote their platform you know their bylaws their platforms what what they stand for uh, as a Republican. And I'm the one carrying that platform around, saying, this is what I believe. I -hmm. believe all these things. So I'm not left or right of anything from the center of the Republican Party. I believe in the values of the Republican Party. And I promote them wholeheartedly, proudly, loudly, from the rooftops. And that makes me a target, even from those within the party, sometimes. Mm -hmm. So...
2: Anyone? I, I love that clarity because I, I've worked on the platform committee before, and state level, and the county level, and it's important. If we actually truly align with our party values, uh, we're very attractive. It's common sense. It's American values. It's godly values. And you, and you're right. Um, a lot of people give it lip service, but they don't actually live it out. So thank you for that.
3: I'm in Olympia when when I have a bill that talks about limiting, uh, you know, the size and scope of government. Thirty dollar car tabs, for instance. Mm-hmm. I was willing to write a bill to try to, I know we're getting off topic, but just, it's making a point sure. um, to, to let's, can we get away from the annual, I have to buy a little sticker and put it on my car, I raise my gas tax, two cents and let's be done with it. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Th- and that pays for it. I'd rather just pay it in the gas for two cents and, and not have to go down and buy a tag and ask permission to drive my car. When I, when I was running that idea by people, they were concerned that we would cut jobs from the government that people would lose their jobs if we didn't have to buy the little tag anymore. And you put your hands up and you're like, wait a minute, aren't we Republicans?
2: (laughs) See, once again, it's, 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 that's thinking more about, okay, this is my longevity. I'm going to stay here. I want to get elected. These are votes. And that may look bad in the short term to your point. And my I'm being the, uh, on a Christian station, the devil's advocate of course is there's never a temporary tax. So you you, you say, okay, let's be done with it. With Olympia, with the left that's in charge. Like, that's like
0: saying a temporary lockdown.
2: <laughs> right, right. <laughs> They're basically, they'll like, they'll find, Oh, well, we need this for something else. You know, so it's like an additional tax. So what we need to do is like, yeah, this is one and done. Here it is. And you can't take it. Uh, from there, but yeah. All right, you're
3: going to force me to do a constitutional amendment and put it right. in there where you can't do it. And not to say that they'll abide by that either, but, but right. yeah. Right,
2: right. Well, like the Rainy Day Fund, right? We can't do that. Well, we'll find a way to divert it before it gets there. That's
1: so
3: great. anyway, Anyway. Now, you, you had asked the question, what is it, election integrity? Go ahead and repeat yes. that, will you?
2: No, I'm basically, uh, you've been one of the leaders and probably one of the few in the legislature that's taken this up. You've ran several bills that addressed yeah. Um, the, the concerns that even the most non-engaged voter would look. look. There's been some questions in Pennsylvania and Arizona and Wisconsin, and we know there has to be some questions here, and there has been some anomalies. So why don't we do some things that make it more transparent, more trustworthy? That if we can't trust our election system, how do we know that we're well, we're being represented? So you're doing things like that and leading the way. Um, poking the bear, if you will, kind of to turn over leaves to make sure that we can have trust in our system. So talk about I'm, I'm
3: over the target. I'll tell you that because I'm taking some hits. But let me can I let me start. Some people may know this. You know, I never know if I'm preaching to the choir, but but let me start at, at the basic level anyway, to give mm-hmm. people an idea of the problems that we have with our system. First of all, I'm new to all this. I'm not a you know, everything I've learned, I've learned in the last probably 12 months. Um, and I don't know at all. But here's what I do know. And it's 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 bad in, in Snohomish County anyway. And each each county has their own auditor and maybe mm-hmm. you know, their systems or their rules and laws might be a little different. But in Snohomish County, uh, the Department of Licensing and some other government departments, when, when a person comes to get a driver's license, for instance, you know, and it could be a, an American citizen. It could be someone a student here on on a student visa. It could be someone here on a work visa They're, and these aren't American citizens. They're here temporarily. Mm-hmm. It could be someone here that's undocumented mm-hmm. and, and they need to drive and, you know, go to work or whatever they do. Right. So anyone applying for a driver's license is automatically put on a, a list to become a registered voter. The list is then sent off to the auditor. My uh, Garth fell in Snohomish County. They, they send the list to, to the auditor. And if, the person's name that they send that's a registrant has one of three pieces of identification which is a state id card a light driver's license and i think the last four of the social security none of those verify legal citizenship but right. if any any one of those matches then the, the otter he's told me he says my hands are tied i have to register them to vote and we send them a ballot okay so we have Thousands upon thousands of ballots going out to non-U.S. citizens. Mm -hmm. I get calls from these people. I I, I get messages on Facebook. I get calls. They're terrified. So Robert, I'm not a legal U.S. citizen. I got a ballot. If I vote, I become a felon and I'll Mm -hmm. never be able to become a U.S. citizen. What do I do with my ballot? Like like, turn it back in. Do I burn it? What do I do with it? They're afraid. They're they're afraid they got a ballot. And they're getting them in in mass. Mm -hmm. And now that's what that's one of uh, many ways that opens the door for cheating, because now you can have people harvest these ballots and mm-hmm. vote on behalf of these people. We, we have testimony, sworn affidavits that people say, I didn't vote. I didn't do it. Yet the county got their, their ballot with their name on it, and a vote was cast in, on their behalf.
0: You can go down to the elections office and claim to be someone, not show ID. They will print you a ballot on the spot.
3: That's mm-hmm. correct. And we have this going on. Now, the, the only question I have, and we can spend 10 hours on all the other problems, but that's, that's a big one right there, right? Mm-hmm. That all these ballots are going out to people that aren't US citizens and someone is voting on their behalf. The only question I have is how many? Mm-hmm. How, how many of these illegal votes are coming in? Keep in mind, an illegal vote coming in is going to disenfranchise a legal vote, mm-hmm. right? If they vote opposite, one votes Biden, one votes for Trump, it's canceled, right? So we are disenfranchising legal US citizen voters in Somers County and probably every other county by by not fixing this system.
2: Yeah, no, on that, like I said, don't get too far in the weeds with this one, but this is very important for our listeners out there. Um, You'll hear the argument from the side that says, don't pay attention to this. That doesn't make a difference in elections. You know, one vote here, one vote there, 200 votes or whatever it does in local elections, state legislative rest elections, oftentimes they're decided by a couple hundred votes or a couple handful of votes either way. And so even 50 votes could swing in an election.
1: Uh, like a- uh, if,
0: if our vote is, you know, our vote is valuable. Our vote, it's sacred, you know, getting the right to vote. Women didn't have the right to vote uh, uh, before hundred and some years ago, um, getting that right to vote. And then, you know, getting um, uh, black voters, for example, during the Jim Crow, where they had all these literacy tests and whatever disenfranchised. So getting that vote was uh, was really, really difficult and hard and it's valuable. And we should treat that vote like we treat money, right? Well, mm-hmm. like we treat mm-hmm. anything because that's our voice, in the government and what you're what they're doing now is the opposite of what they used to do what they used to do uh was stop you from voting and now what they're doing is are flooding the system with massive voter fraud is that what you're saying robert
3: again i don't have the number the quantity i just know it's happening and so wouldn't you want to know how many you know if it is just one or two like you said or if it is just 10 or 20 or 50 or, or is it or is it tens of
2: thousands? Right, and what I'm gonna say here too is we know that the numbers are big because I know Glenn Morgan's been done some um, canvassing as well, had the story in We The Govern about the homeless encampment where they were registering them. They all went to one address and they didn't vote, but someone voted for them. So we have clear evidence is this type of thing, ballot harvesting, the, um, the illegal aliens, the undocumented people getting ballots that are voting for them and so forth. What you said about Dina Rossi too, uh, Robert. There, but think about this for our listeners out there. If if an election is is decided, like in my case, 104 votes, you have 55 votes that are illegal or undocumented in a small race of 70,000 voters. That's a small difference, right? No, no, what a big deal! That takes away 55 votes for the person you wanted. Nope. That's like a hundred point swing. So, a 50 um, ballots that are fraudulent, if you will, could swing a state Senate race. That's what we're talking about. It, it has a real huge effect. So I want to just put, put a pin on it, how poignant this is. The numbers don't have to be big. And so we can prove that. So what are you doing about it, Robert? Yeah,
3: you, you, you hit the nail on the head. Uh, even if it's 50 or hundred votes, that that's huge to some races. It will make the difference between a win or a loss for a candidate. And if most people understood that, I think they would, Better understand what it is people like you and I and what we're trying to do. One thing, one thing I'm trying to or not trying. One thing I, I did do. I wrote a piece of legislation. Uh, uh, it, it, be knowing the problems we have with our with our registration rolls. It basically, I'm going to summarize this as simply as I can. It wipes the registration rolls, the voter registration rolls, clean, wipes them clean, and it's going to require every U.S. legal U.S. citizen to come back in and demonstrate they're a U.S. a legal U.S. citizen. And to get back on the voter rolls and you know it's it's the exact same it's not hard it's very easy it's the exact same process as getting uh, an enhanced driver's license that's i mimic the bill after getting an enhanced driver's license and i talked to garth the the county auditor i go garth is it hard you have to jump through all these hoops he says no just bring in like a birth certificate or you know it's 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 very it's fairly straightforward and simple and if you by chance don't have the, the correct documentation the county will help you get them the point is you have to demonstrate that you're a legal U.S. citizen. It's not hard to do. Mm-hmm. So that's that's bill number one. I dropped that last session knowing in the environment down in Olympia, it's, it's not even going to get a hearing, nor did it. Um, mm-hmm. But that session is over. We're heading towards another session, you know, another election, and, and, and potentially, and I ha- I have full faith that the Republicans down in Olympia are going to hold the majority next session. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping some of the bills I've been dropping in the past that don't even get a hearing under new leadership, we're going to start seeing these bills come to come to, to, to committees, public hearings. And I hope we vote on them on the House floor.
2: This one right here is it's just just the one idea. Of course, people, my immediate reaction is how many times would you have to do this? Because to be real, to clean the, the voter rolls and start over, you'd want to do it on a regular basis, like every four years, every five years, whatever it is, every, you know, just so you would make sure that you have a clean uh, voter roll, right? Well, you, you
0: got to get rid of motor voter. I mean, that's got to yeah.
2: go. You, the same day registration, all that kind of stuff. That you would want to have some kind of regular, because there's supposed to be a regular sort of checking with federal databases when people move out of state, because we have a lot of that too, where people are registered here and in a different state, and they vote in both states, which you yeah. can't do, but they do. And uh, so those type of things. And but you mentioned something there, and I, we've talked about it before. And before we go into the next subject, talk about the fact that how important, not just a majority but the majority how they assign committee chairs and how nothing goes to the floor to actually get a vote unless the committee passes it.
3: Yeah. So, so you have 98 representatives and every one of them writes X amount of bills, you know, per year we had, if I, if I have the number, right, I think we had about a thousand bills that were written this year. I had, uh, five, uh, property tax cut and four on election integrity. Um, those bills all get assigned that those pieces of legislation, they get assigned to various committees, whichever committee is appropriate to have that topic, right? Mm-hmm. And that the chairman of that committee, so it's the majority party and and whoever they've selected to be chairman of that or chairwoman of that party, that person has the authority to whether or not to give that those bills, and he might get say a hundred bills of the thousand, right? Uh, and he decides of those hundred, we're gonna have public testimony on these. I don't know, seventy-five of them,
1: mm-hmm. right?
3: The other twenty-five just died, right? Because that person decides, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to give that one a public hearing. So then they they discuss and they have public testimony on the seventy-five uh, bills, and all the various committees are doing the exact same thing. And you you have public testimony, you vote on them, and if they pass, then they go on to the, the speaker of the house's desk not Mm -hmm. not to the floor yet they go to the speaker of the house's desk and so of the thousand let's just say there's 500 or 600 made it through the committee process now they're sitting on the the speaker's desk and that one person in washington state that one person gets to go through the 600 uh, uh, bills that pass committee and decide which one of those go to the house floor for discussion and vote so maybe there's a hundred or two of those that they're like yeah I don't like property tax, I don't like election integrity, and those go in the trash. And you're left with, you know, three, four, five hundred bills, whatever it is, and those go to the House floor. And they before they go to the House floor, at least the way it's been working since I've been there, there are vote counts. Here's a bill. Do we have enough votes to pass this bill within the Democrat Party? And they make sure, every. you'll notice there's not a bill that comes to the House floor in Olympia that doesn't pass. You'll notice right. that. Right. Every bill passes sometimes it passes unanimously because it happens to be a good bill and sometimes it's 57-41 D's win right so that's the game so by taking a majority you take every committee chairmanship seat and you take the speaker of the house position both both of those positions will decide whether or not a particular bill makes it or fails
2: so no matter where you like the, the things that Robert and other people like him that put, bring to the, to the floor, nothing gets heard unless we have the majority and these committee chairs, which is fantastic. It's another reason why Doug and I are harping on how important every election is, but this election um, more so than ever before, just because we need to get the majority back in this state. So yeah, it's, it's, we you, you we know, need to it's, have
0: such an overwhelming victory that no amount of cheating can stop it. And okay. that means every vote, everybody out, everybody voting, Um, You know, everybody working, you know, we need every position covered. If, uh, you know, if there's any state legislative seats or uh, state Senate seats that are not covered, we need to get people in those in those races, you know, they they say there's a red wave coming, it feels like it, Um, but we don't want to snatch defeat out of the jaws of victory and uh, not show up or, or get get complacent. This is a time to get involved, get to get active, and to work hard, and let's make 2022 a great year. Let's do it. They're, they're, they're doing everything they can, Robert, to, to hand it to us with all this bad policy, right?
3: Yeah, and l- let me touch on that point you just made sure. about getting involved. I, I do hear people putting their hands up and saying, you know what, they're cheating, my vote doesn't count, I'm done. Why would I want to promote a system like that? And i tell you what, you want to tick me off? Mm-hmm. Tell me that. <laughs> because I look right back at them. I go, they're cheating because we're voting. They have to cheat. If we if we keep voting and they didn't cheat, we win. But mm-hmm. if we stop voting, they don't even have to cheat anymore. They win legitimately. So get your vote out there. Get a friend to vote. If we overwhelm the system, like you said, and, and by overwhelm, we're in a midterm. We're probably going to get a 35 40% turnout. Come on, guys, You know, churchgoers, motorcycle riders, gun owners, you need to get out and vote. We need to take that 40% and turn it to 60, 80, 90%. They can't cheat that much. They don't have it in the system to cheat that much. We need to show up and vote and we will we will put an end to their cheating. We'll take control of the House and the Senate down in Olympia and we mm-hmm. will pass this legislation to fix the voter rolls in, the, in our election system. That's what it takes to get out and vote.
2: Amen. So we've been encouraging uh, Christians to register, to vote, to tell our neighbors for a long time, but this is one else those, for those that don't like politics, those that, that really just don't like the way the last two years have gone with a dictator in Olympia, telling you what you can and can't do, wearing a diaper, making your kids get um, vaccinations when they don't want to, um, teaching this sex ed and this CRT and all this stuff. If that just ticks you off, whether you're a Democrat or Republican, give the other party an opportunity. Robert's one of those guys that, that is fighting down there. Give them the opportunity to have the ma- majority to see what they can do to get the government off your back. Don't you think Robert? Yeah,
3: and, and and Marty, you mentioned those that, that don't like politics. I don't like politics. <laughs> I don't like this game. I wish we could come together as just men and women, put our heads together and solve problems within our communities, within our state. It doesn't work that way. It's all politics and it's dirty politics. It's ugly. Mm-hmm. So for the people out there that say, well, I I don't, I don't trust this guy. I don't like that person. You know, I don't either. Okay. But I'm in the fight. Mm -hmm. I'm fighting for you guys out there, listening to this show. If I'm, if, if I'm going through what I'm going through down there, can you please show up and vote? And if you don't know who to vote for call me, right? We'll put teams together to kind of show who the candidates are. The number one reason that I hear from people, there's two reasons that people don't vote. One is they don't trust the system. And number Mm -hmm. two, they don't know who to vote for when they get a ballot. They don't want to vote for the wrong person, okay? So mm-hmm. we need to do a better job at, at advertising, if you will, vetting our candidates and say, these candidates are people that fit our, you know, our values, uh, that, that, that are problem solvers. They're not just lifelong you know, politicians. We need to help people make decisions, informed decisions on who it is in their communities they can vote for to help affect ch- you know, good and positive change in their communities.
2: Mm-hmm. um so um, our listeners across the ac network central and East, uh, eastern washington can't vote for you you're in the 39th obviously um but you can encourage them to get out and vote for those in their district
3: um but you're doing and they you can't sit- can, if they like help because i'm under attack right now if they yeah. want to help me and they can't vote for me you can always send a check what, whatever you're able able to do uh go to my website sutherlandforrep.com mm-hmm. you can donate right on there you can send a check the P.O. Box 1311, Monroe, Washington, 98272. Thank you for that opportunity, Marty. No, you're get welcome. That in there. It, this so is people, really important. People can send money, that, which gets yep. the advertising out. You, and, you want a fighter to People all across stay. the state that want to help me, and they don't yeah. know how. Go ahead, Marty. That's
2: it. If you want a fighter, and we know he is, and he's a guy, a guy of good conscience and character, a friend of Doug and I's, Um, we're, um, just, he's done a great job. Even when he first got in, you know, he had a lot of naysayers that he won them over. He gained their respect for what he's done in the house. I say that because typically, since I can't vote for you, they should know though, that you've drawn a primary challenger, which is interesting in this state of affairs when we're, we're, should be all focused on. winning the majority and moving forward with the narrative. You said you're under fire, under fire from the left and you're under fire from your own party. So what's going on there? Without
3: I I, believe me when you go down to Olympia and you've got the voters in mind, when you want to cut property taxes, when you want to fix the voter registration rules, when you want to solve traffic problems, right? Congestion, traffic congestion. When you go down there wanting these things, you would think, you know, they would welcome you in and Hey, you're a problem solver. And you're trying to, you're working hard, but I come under fire. Uh, there are people down there that like the current system. They, they like, some people like, you know, I hate saying it, they like being in the minority. They, they cut deals and, right. and they can get some of their bills cut. I don't get it. Mine aren't getting passed because I have They can made, never
0: get blamed. Hey, we're yeah. the minority, you know, yeah, yeah. so and, it's and, the pressures and, off. And in
3: fact, they blame you and I and everyone else for not getting out and getting the vote as if it's our fault, but not theirs, right? Right. So the, the, the system down there works, it, it's been this way for 30, 40 years, and it, people are comfortable with it. They, they, they have their groove. they get you know, their bills passed or their friends' bills passed. and if they don't like you, if you're loud and proud on an issue, that like election integrity and they're like, hey, hey, Sutherland, just want you, it doesn't hold well. Why don't you just tone it down a little bit? You know uh, Well, no, we need to bring attention to this. It is an umbrella issue where if we can't, if we don't have trust in our elections, my goodness, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that is America. We don't we don't fight wars for, for a change of power. We we cast ballots. We don't, we don't, we've traded bullets for ballots, right? Mm-hmm. In this country. And it's a beautiful system, but it has to be fair. You no. talked
2: about this too, the public square right now you're bringing attention to things that not everybody's going to agree with. That's fine. That's the whole point in yeah, that, your district. Fine. And you come out there and you have an open dialogue about what's important, you know, to our, to the citizens. And right now, it doesn't seem like open discussion is allowed. Like you said, things no, are pre-decided. Cancel, cancel
3: culture.
0: Right? you disagree with me, we shut you down because your argument's weak because mm-hmm. their argument is not, is not um, uh, compelling. It's not what people want. And so they shut you down. They call you a racist. They cancel you. They get you fired, whatever. And this is why I like Robert Sutherland, Sutherland4rep.com. That's number four, is because he's willing to say, I don't care what you say. I'm right. And let's go. And let's talk. And if I'm wrong, I'll change my mind, right? Let's have a conversation. Uh,
3: you know, yeah, that's my Doug, Doug, Doug and Maria. I believe I've told you this before when I was, you knew me when I was running before I was ever elected. Mm-hmm. My, my political philosophy is to do the right thing i don't care how it polls, right if i'm mm-hmm. defending someone's let's say gun rights it's a human right from god to have a right to defend yourself mm-hmm. and if that's unpopular in the society i live in then vote me out mm-hmm. right but i'm going to fight for your rights whether you value those rights or not um election integrity it's not it, you know that's not a god-given right that's that's part of our government system but it has to be fair if you you know if you're into the nfl and you're watching your favorite football team in the super bowl you want the refs to be fair mm-hmm. y- you hate when they're throwing the game once one way or another and that's the system we have I,
0: I don't think we need to bring up the 2015 <laughs>
2: uh <laughs>
1: super
3: bowl rather, but-
2: yeah uh, uh yeah with uh yeah, the one against the sealers as well. So Robert on this too, you mentioned gun rights. Um, we we had our good friend Dave Workman uh, show up at a club meeting recently talking about the ban on the magazine capacity. Um, they ran a lot of bad uh, gun bills. Not all of them got passed, but the ma- majority here, th- these are God given rights, like you said, that the legislature, the the constitution, if you will, is, is put in place to restrict the government From from stepping on our rights, and yet we have government actually aggressively going after our god guardian rights. To talk about what you saw there in the legislature this time.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's it's a battle down there uh, when they bring bills up that violate your and my and our kids' rights, path or you know future, uh, you know present and future rights. Um, It's horrendous when when I'm down there and I see them doing that. I when I you know, raise my virtual hand to give a floor speech on a, on a bad bill. I I have to really work hard to, to tone down my emotions because mm-hmm. it offends me so much. Uh, and I gave a, a fairly passionate speech on, on that high capacity magazine band bill. It's not high capacity. It's a standard capacity. It's nothing outrageous. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave a fairly passionate and, uh, some, some would say I was angry, uh, you know, speech on that bill showing just how bad and illegal it was and, and a violation of people's rights. I Facebook that post. I, we clipped it, my speech, and we put it on Facebook and I, I asked people, I go, listen, uh, you know, I came across, I was kind of amped up. Uh, was I, did I come across too angry on this? Am I too emotional? What do you guys think? Because I do want to know mm-hmm. if, if I'm over the top, then, you know, I really have to tone it down some more. Maybe I, overwhelming response, Barbara, your passion you know you it's righteous indignation mm-hmm. that you have um you know god himself has righteous indignation when when you know when society and, and people are not following his ways so okay i took i took some comfort from that because i i do you know want to be careful i don't want to be you know known as that angry mad guy <laughs> all the time right, right. So i'm passionate i'm passionate when they're bi- when the government is violating our rights it's illegal it's wrong it's immoral And you're you're pushing people to the brink Uh, when they when they put up their hands and say government has been established Article One Section One governments are established to protect individual rights Mm -hmm. and there's no other per I mean governments can build roads and post office and all that stuff but the purpose is to to uh, violate to protect our rights (laughs) if someone's breaking into my house they're violating my my property rights. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you're going to do harm, then it's, it's my right to life or, you know, uh, ha- uh, happiness. Our rights are being violated by, by people. When they when they're violated by people, we have the law enforcement to come to our aid and help us to restore our rights. Right. Mm-hmm. When the government does it, who do we have when the, go- well, we're supposed to have the press and the courts, right? Right. The press holding them accountable and the courts, when we, when we take them to court and we're like, my rights are being violated we're supposed to have a judicial system that looks at the law which is the constitution and says you know i agree i agree Mm -hmm. this is this is a violation of your right and we don't have that so we Mm -hmm. are under siege as a people in washington state we're under siege and people are putting their hands up like robert what can we do Mm -hmm. when we don't have the press we don't have the court the government's against us what can we do they are frustrated and 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 beyond belief and they don't really know what to do all I can do is get the votes out you have right. to don't give up the system don't give up faith it, it get is the votes in
2: I'm always, uh, I tend to be even more negative than Doug in in some of these cases. When you look at the fact that the bureaucratic system has been given their own authority to legislate, if you will, through administrative code. Uh, When you have a legislature that's uh, ceded their power to the governor, the majority rules, Mm -hmm. where they've been allowed to basically um, take away our rights, the the, the rights given by God, uh, make us not allow us to use them. And, And yet we know from a biblical principle that God hates uneven scales. And it seems like there's one set of rules for the, the left and another set of rules for everybody else. And people do get, um, not defeated, but they get demoralized, they go, okay, this sucks. But really, it, it, to Doug's point, as he always says, it's exciting to be in a fight. We can win, but we have to stand up. And then and to your point, we gotta vote. We gotta get engaged, we gotta show up. And of course, in this last two years, they've made it super, super, first of all, difficult you know, and then controlled through the Zoom process, right? This idea of uh, testifying. More people have testified. I get this, but they they let cut it off when you're not supposed to. It's a great way of controlling the narrative, if you will. Well, Um, well, they've they've, uh,
0: prevented you guys from getting access, right? I mean, this is one of the the big issues that you're facing right now too, Robert, is that you didn't even have access to the floor or whatever, right?
3: Right. I, I mostly worked remotely from home because I'm not vaccinated. I'm not, I don't have the booster and they, they made it very difficult for people that don't want or don't need or have a problem, a health problem or other or religious, you know, exempt- mm-hmm. you you couldn't go to Olympia and, 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 you know, debate bills and vote on the house floor. They, and by the way, I have a lawsuit against that and it's active and, and it's, it's going on right now. I hope we, we can prevent this from ever happening again, but then I believe, because of the lawsuit, they changed the rules on March 1st nine days before the end of session that as long as you go down there and get tested three times a week then then, and you test negative then you can go to the house floor so i decided march 4th hey i'm and it was a self-administered test it wasn't one of those deep nasal it was it was a much you know more kind friendly test if you will right and i decided you know i'm going to go down for one day you know i haven't been there since day one of last session i'm going to (sighs) go down for one day see my friends vote on the house floor you know, as a representative and I don't know if we got time to go into that story or not, but go ahead. Uh, yeah. let, let's just say I, I never, I never made it to the house floor uh, with, with what they have in place. So um, I went down to get tested, but lo and behold, the testing people had, had already gone for, it was a Friday it was like two three o'clock. They were already gone. So I couldn't get tested. I went to my office, my card key worked. I went to my office. I set up my, my computer. I was doing zoom from my office. I couldn't go to the house floor. Mm-hmm. And got a knock on the door from security, and you know the young ladies like was very you know nice and professional. But Mr. So, Rep. Sutherland, you know you're not on our list of approved people to be in this building, right? Because I hadn't been tested. Now keep in mind, I didn't see another human being in this building. This is the J. Law building. Right. I saw one security guard at the front door. Said hi to him. Went to my office. I didn't see another human being. I'm in my office alone. I have my door closed. I'm working. I'm voting on bills from my computer in my office, and I get that knock on the door. We're gonna to have to have you leave this building and go to the Capitol building in the Columbia Room where there's 30 other people, right? They took me from a safe environment, and put me in with 30 other people. These are the rules that I'm trying to figure out and navigate, and so I, that's what we did. The next day, uh, that day I was I was in the Columbia Room where they worked us till about midnight. Um, I showed up the next day. I have a Saturday a 12 o'clock transportation committee I'm, I need to be at and mm-hmm. I'm in Olympia. So can't go to my office. So I need to go back to the Columbia room, but everything was locked up. It was a Saturday. There was a rally going on and the state police were there and you know, there, there was some tension that, that they didn't know what was going to go on. Right. I asked the, the security guy back at the JLab building, if he had the key to let me in, because I've got to get to my committee. He didn't, he made a phone call. The, the, the Sergeant of arms shows up and, and, at the time, I didn't even know who it was. He's in civilian clothes. But he's getting out of his car yelling at me. You're not supposed to be here, Sutherland. You know that. You're not vaccinated. You're not tested. You need to get off campus now. And he's yelling at me. And I couldn't get a word in edgewise. And, you know, towards the end of that conversation, three or four minutes, uh, he, he's cursing at me that, you know, I'm, I'm not going to repeat it on air. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I I let an expletive fly and and. With a little more emphasis, asked him to unlock the door. I've got the people's work to do. I need to get in the building, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Well, he turns me in for using an expletive to him. And that's, of course, a a potential violation of a code of conduct. (laughs) So they have me being investigated to see if I violated the code of conduct. And Even though they
2: get, were the aggressive ones. Oh my gosh. It like wasn't the, brown the,
3: the guy yeah. actually came at me like he was going to throw me to the ground and arrest me or something. I mean, he came at me. Right. Right. And I'm trying to get to seeing if there's any video footage so I can at least establish the fact that this guy was an aggressor. I mm-hmm. simply wanted a door unlocked to do my we to start to do my getting work.
0: our phones out and recording this stuff. Yeah.
3: Yep. Yeah. And, and so that was an unfortunate situation that, that I'm in now. I'm, you know, the Seattle Times sutherland under investigation because he refused to get tested (laughs) it's like what you know the everett herald but robert robert
2: the the science changed didn't you see that now it's over because we're focused on ukraine and you know elections are coming
3: marty marty the uh, the, the last few minutes of session we i couldn't be on the house floor but as soon as they gaveled they told us ahead of time as soon as we gavel you're all welcome to the house floor for Signy die and the celebration and and the the Signy die resolution the minute session ended i was allowed to go to the house floor i didn't go i didn't go see and this you guys is, wouldn't let me go to the house floor to work to do the people's work and to vote no or yes. It, it sounds
0: whatever. to the me federal, like you got a you got a real good loss. you got a great here. case but yeah.
2: yeah at the federal level they did the same thing the day before the state of the union it's all over you can you know, not to wear masks anymore you can go to the floor it, this has all been political doug and i have been preaching this for Year, two years now two years baby you know two years you know you, you, th- you th- this and me is both right <laughs> you know i've been
3: out there as well hammered on this this is this is terrible what they're doing it's a violation of our rights you know forcing us to stay home shutting down businesses if we don't get this people. back
0: it's a, it's if we don't get this back america's done you know if we allow the government to put its boot on our neck anymore i mean even though supposedly all this stuff's not uh, active right now, the state of emergency has not been rescinded. It could That's go right. back, J- Jay Inslee could mandate whatever he wants tomorrow because the whole thing is still under, we are still under an emergency declaration. One of the last states, I mean, was, was it us in Hawaii?
3: I believe so, yeah. No, it's 700, and, it's over two years. How many, however many days, 700 and something days, state of emergency. And I was arguing in the beginning because the argument was, we, we need to stay home for two weeks to flatten the curve. It wasn't to save lives, it was to stretch out the deaths over time, right? The people that so are we get didn't sick overwhelm and die. the
0: system, right? Yeah, it,
3: yeah, to stretch it out so we don't overwhelm the system.
0: And, and Babylon B came out with a thing uh, shortly after that and said that uh, Governor Newsom has decided to extend the state of emergency in California until death is abolished. <laughs> so, in other words, forever. Um, you know, and I often talk about the, you know, the World Health Organization study that, you know, in spite of all the advances in medicine and everything, that the mortality rate has stayed the same. It's still 100 <laughs> percent.
2: We all die. That's <laughs> Everybody
0: exactly right. dies. So are we going to live in fear or how are we going to live? You know, how are we yeah. going to live our lives? And America was built on personal autonomy and choice. And yeah, if you want to go hide in your house and wear a mask and do all that stuff and get vaxxed. More power Good. to and If you've got a mask on, then why are you worried about me not having a mask? If your mask works, and mm. I could breathe and it shouldn't affect you. And so, this, um, this, uh, the, say
2: the media ga- media and the left, Doug, this is one of the things you and I talked about, but to, to Robert as well, and our listeners, they convinced uh, the entire population, or at least half the population, mm-hmm. of something that's never been true. I had a conversation the other day about this, about the fact is, look, personal protective gear, you could wear a um, bulletproof vest, you can uh, have a flashlight, you can carry a weapon to defend yourself. That's always been normal. You can choose to wear a mask to protect yourself. And they said, no, no, you have to wear a mask so you don't give it to somebody else. So everybody else has to wear it so you don't get it. I go, that's not, it's never been that way. They don't wear a seat belt so you don't wreck. They don't carry a firearm so you protect yourself. You know, and But they convinced them that other people are danger to them. So the other people have to be restrained.
1: Yes.
3: Yeah. that's just crazy. It's a, it's a mass manipulation. Um, it, it, I'm going to jump back if I may on, mm-hmm. on election table for a second, because sure. I did want to make a point uh, to answer my critics that why are you out there? It doesn't poll Well, why are you doing this? I had, you guys remember I had a public hearing back in August, overwhelming. We had to turn away as many people as we could see. We had 700 seats. We were afraid we weren't going to fill the 700 seats. 1,500 people showed up. We had to turn people away. There's a traffic jam down, down the road, people walking for a half mile to get there. I work, I want to make this clear to everyone that might be listening. I don't work for my caucus. I don't work for the Republican Party. I don't work for the government. I work for the people of my community that that donates to me and votes for me. And, and, and those that don't vote for me, I vote for the people in my community, or excuse me, I work for the people in my community. And I've not met someone that doesn't, Want to have a fair election system. So, anyone that says I'm out there, you know, I'm a a loose cannon or whatever, because I'm off doing this election integrity thing by myself, by the way, Mm -hmm. I'm the only one I know doing this. Uh, I'm not a loose cannon. I've got 157,000 people in my district, and most of them want me to do this. Everywhere I go, I have people raise their hand. Do you want me to still pursue this? You uh, nearly unanimous. I think I've seen one person sat there, didn't raise his hand. Of the thousands of people have asked. And that's
0: because they were asleep, brother.
3: You've, to you've already missed yeah, like, already already the question.
2: <laughs> yeah, you've already answered this as well about you know this election integrity thing here. But there there is this this constant narrative, not only just from the left stream or mainstream media, but even Fox News the other day. They said, Well, many states legislatures are dropping the whole election integrity thing. I saw this just yesterday. I'm like, really? You know, it, it's two depress or to discourage people like yourself to say, Hey, this is wrong. I don't care who, if you do like it or not. It's wrong. I want to let fix me, it. Let me give you
3: some good news because you know, it's, it seems like it's all bad news. I just got a, a, a text this morning. Uh, if you recall, Seth Keschel, uh, mm-hmm. general Flynn's data analyst, uh, a, a captain in, in, in the army, uh, intelligence officer, he's, he's, he crunches all kinds of numbers on sports and everything, but he crunched the election, the 2020 election data. And he's he's doing national tours he's been up here at least a couple of times i've seen him um, he, he text, texted me this morning in nevada i think it was nye nevada the uh is it the county council i believe it was unanimously five to zero voted to outlaw electronic tabulation machines when because they've seen the data they've seen the trouble that they're causing and the, the potential manipulation they they're outlawing them so that's that's another red wave or whatever wave you want to call it that we hope to see i'm doing what i'm doing in washington state seth is all across the country doing what he does i uh, love that guy as a patriot and all of us pitching in doing what we can do maybe that's sending you know a couple of dollars to a candidate like me to help me keep the fight if you can't mm-hmm. all of it is going to culminate i believe in us fixing the system it's going at least it's going to improve it dramatically. And then we just keep the fight up until we can get it as perfect as we can get it right. Mm-hmm. Get America to be that beacon on, on the Hilltop. It'll never be perfect. We'll never mm-hmm. get there. I just, you know,
0: happen. I keep coming back to what tambourine. Brellie said uh, years ago when we first uh, initiated a lawsuit against Kim Wyman and um, Kim, the re- Republican Kim Wyman that works for the Biden administration. Um, uh, <laughs> she said on video you know, they keep telling us that we need to trust the system, but we shouldn't have to trust the system. We should know. Period.
3: We what should know. What did Reagan know. say? The evil empire. What did he say? Trust, trust
0: and verify. verify.
2: Yep.
3: Right? We yeah. just want to We just want verify. We want to prove to Kim and the world how great our system is. So do you mind if we take a look?
2: Well, there's the old saying. I think it was, it was the Stephen Covey, wasn't it? Inspect what you expect. Right? Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah,
0: and and uh, and now everybody
2: is looking, and so a
0: lot of those naysayers, right, that are out there, they're saying, "Well, my vote don't count or whatever." Okay, first of all, your vote don't count if you don't vote. So that let's clear that up. Yeah, if you don't yeah. want your vote to count, don't vote. Okay, but if you want your vote to count, count. Right now, they know everybody's looking. And it's tough to cheat when everybody's looking and we've seen, and regardless of whether there's a fire alarm or a water leak or whatever, we need to keep the cameras on. We need to keep the ballots, uh, uh, you know, covered now the, the one of the big problems, of course, uh, with our current Washington state election system is the mail in ballot, right? We've lost mm-hmm. chain of custody. We, you know, yeah. we're, we're, we're seeing, um, you know, where these boxes of ballots are at the post office, right? What happens to those returned ballots? Where do, they, where do they go? Nobody knows. And they won't let anybody back there to look at them. That's a chain of custody issue. If we're, in a, if we're in a court of law and something has happened to the evidence where they've lost chain of custody, it's no longer admissible in court. So if we've lost chain of custody for our ballot, it should not be admissible in the election, right? Yeah. That's why I yeah. think we need to get back to the precinct. You go in and vote in person unless you have a valid reason to get an absentee ballot. And then you, uh, you show ID and they count them by hand. A precinct is a couple of hundred, what, maybe max 450 votes or something like that. A couple of, you know, two Republicans, two Democrats, count them by hand, tally it up, put the, you know, put the things in and it's verified and everybody gets to see it.
3: Right. Yeah. When you have, when you're limited to, you know, my my precinct was 615. I think it was a big precinct, but some of them are 100. Some are, you know, mine was, yeah, mine's like
0: 200, 250. Yeah. They they all
3: vary depending on where you're at. But, but here's the thing how, how, how many errors can you make when you're counting and and not, not everyone votes, right? So maybe Mm -hmm. 200 people voted or 300 people voted. How hard is it to count to 300, right? It's pretty darn simple, especially when you got someone looking over your shoulder, double counting, you know, double, you know, double checking. So there's a pretty good chance that they're not going to make a mistake when you're only counting 300. And if, and you repeat that hundreds we, of times throughout the state, yeah, there's and not can, can the going to be so minuscule.
0: Sure. We can do that in our, so for example, today, uh, Saturday, King County is going to elect a new chairman um, and there's going to be about that many PCOs. Right. Yeah, and they're going to yeah. count those there by hand and they're going to elect the chair right of our party so why can't we do that <laughs> every precinct? Single... look we,
3: we we've can. been we've they, been they, having elections away they've got we can do that they've gotten us away from it and now it's the, the potential is there to manipulate the if, system if,
0: if you know that there's you know let's say like for your precinct has 650 people if they know if they got 700 votes something's wrong yeah right and right? so and we we're seeing that philadelphia places even in washington 100 turnout or Doug, 100 percent 600... turnout at a rest home right yeah. everybody <laughs> voted at the rest home and a lot of those people have already been certified as not competent
3: right okay, even mentally... if you got the 650 votes of, and that's you know 100 turnout but then you start knocking on people's door and you say hey did you vote and they're like no <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and you get you get 100 people saying i didn't i didn't vote and they sign a sworn affidavit to sh- to say, i didn't vote that's the evidence we have in snohomish county right yeah that's what we're finding so not only do you don't get 100% voter turnout ever, but now we got people saying, no, that wasn't me. And they're signing sworn affidavits, putting their reputation on the line and potential lawsuits if they're lying. Right? And we, need, or, or not, and we yeah. need
0: people to do that. You can contact Glenn Morgan. Uh, Glenn at weTheGovern.com. He'll help you find a canvassing team. We need, see, this is the time when we need what Martin Luther King Jr. called dangerous unselfishness. We need to yep. get out, put ourselves at risk, be unselfish, go canvas, run for office, give money, volunteer, do things the America and Washington state in particular, hanging by a thread, our personal freedoms hanging by a thread. It's time to get up and do something, get up. I love project Veritas. Their, their, their (laughs) slogan is be brave, do something. something, Everybody can't (laughs) do everything, but everybody can do something. And there's so much opportunity, right? Robert, there's so much opportunity.
3: Yeah. Yeah. People ask me, what can I do to help? I people have different talents. Some people have more time than money, so, so they can help maybe help you knock on doors, they can canvas, they can do all kinds of things. Some people have more money than time. They're, 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 they're well off and they're you know businessmen or whatever, businesswomen. Well, they can cut a check, right? To help pay for all this stuff, to help those who are in the in the fight, like myself and, and volunteers and the other candidates and elected officials, we're in the fight. And we if we're busy fighting, well then how can I run my campaign, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's a dual problem and so money does help solve that. I can help I can hire people to do stuff that I typically do myself. Many um, many
0: hands make light work and many dollars also make light work. Yeah, where, do go really to, like, oh, where, where do
3: they go to where do they go to give you
2: money Robert? Where there, do they go? Yeah. Where do they go but, to give you money?
3: Where do they go? Uh, Sutherland for rep.com uh, can- suth
0: by the way Sutherland.
3: And that's the number four
0: rep rep.com. Sutherland for rep. They can give online, right?
3: Yep. You can donate online. It's very secure, uh, through antidote. Um, if if you, if you have, if you want, you know, you want to write a check and mail it to me, uh, friends of Sutherland, PO box, thirteen eleven, Monroe, Washington, nine, eight, two, seven, two, uh, any amount will do. And, and by the way, let me I got to give the max. I don't want someone sending me a $5,000 check, but the max donation is a thousand dollars. So please, you know, keep that in mind. If you can, if you can do the max amount, God bless you. If, if you can send 10 or $25 or 50 or hundred, every, every little bit helps. It, it,
0: and with helps. that antidote uh, giving app, you can sign up to give a little bit every month, you know, you give $10, $25, $50 a month. And
3: that yeah. helps. And, it and, too. And over time it will, it, it will stop you at the thousand, the max. Yep. Right. But, uh, uh, and and by the way, it's a thousand per race, which is that we have the primary race coming up in August, and then we have the general in November. So, correct, two thousand total for the entire primary, and four general. thousand so for a couple, you know, four thousand a, for a couple small yeah. businesses can can donate as an individual.
0: Absolutely.
3: Well,
2: thank you, brother, for being our guest today. That's been fantastic, man. We didn't yep. have to have
0: him
3: back. Again. Always, always, we, 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 we love you. Show, we love so. Robert
0: Sutherland, Sutherland for rep. Dot com. Speaking of websites, Marty.com is where you go to uh, contact Marty and I and uh, to uh, listen to p- previous episodes from the Doug and Marty versus the World uh, radio program podcast. That's Doug And I don't think a week goes by, Marty. Someone doesn't contact us and give us some feedback. I, I, I'm so excited when people do that. They take the time to let us know there out there listening we appreciate every single one of you and uh thanks again to our guest robert sutherland this is doug bassler
2: and marty mcclendon doug and marty versus the world god bless god bless america